Australia's key win over Japan, Germany stay undefeated, France almost choke again against Lebanon, and we even have some NBA player signings at the end of the show. It's B-Ball Bites, your daily NBA recap. I'm Alexander J on August 30th. Today's episode of the show is sponsored by the book Learn to Code with Basketball by Nathan Braun. Check out the link in the show notes for the free preview chapters if you want to learn how to code with real-world NBA examples. It was a must-win game for both teams last night, and Australia were victorious over the host nation Japan, 109-89. Despite this being about a 20-point game for a large portion of the contest, the Aussies never really put Japan away, as they kept prodding and poking at the lead, at times bringing it close to single digits. Senna Duopreeth had two blocks on the first two defensive possessions of the game to help set a strong tone. Xavier Cooks was also sensational early. He had 14 points in the first half to finish with 24 points, 16 rebounds in what was a breakout performance for the NBL's MVP. He's on a really cheap contract next year in a Washington Wizards uniform too. Japan only managed 35 points in the entire first half and then came out and scored 35 in the second quarter. In fact, the third quarter was played at an absolutely frenetic pace with back-to-back-to-back-to-back possessions with turnovers and steals in transition. Both teams combined for 65 points in the quarter. It was crazy. Australia's defensive versatility was causing problems for Japan, but their lack of interior size, particularly as Duobreath was sitting a major part of the game, caused some problems. Japan's center, the 6'10 Josh Hawkinson, got mostly everything he wanted, shooting 13 of 16 en route to 33 points for Japan. But come of the fourth quarter, come of the man. Josh Giddy was a calming presence in the fourth quarter, where Japan poked and prodded and consistently threatened the lead. He was calm with the ball and used his size to perfection to bully the small opposition and get right to the hoop for little four or eight foot bunnies. Right as I was writing this note, he knocked down a bomb three-pointer two to push the lead to 18 and seal the game with a couple of minutes remaining. Giddy finished with 26 points and 11 assists. Paddy Mills, 11 points, 9 assists, and Josh Green had a handy 15 points, moving into the starting lineup for the first time. Yuta Watanabe had 24 points for Japan, while Yuki Kawamura and Keisei Tomonaga combined for just 11 points on 5 of 25 shooting. 109 points is a new team record for Australia for the most points in a World Cup. Australia will play Luka Doncic and Slovenia on Friday. Dennis Schroeder and Isaac Bonger both had 15 for Germany as they beat Finland 101-75 to stay undefeated in the group stages. But they'll be sweating on the injury status of Franz Wagner who sat out with an ankle injury. Good news is he did partake in some practice. Finland have now lost all three games in the first group stage. Larry Markkinen only played 20 minutes for his 12 points while Oliver Kamhua top scored with 14 for the Finns. The Dominican Republic came from behind to beat Angola 75-67. Andreas Felius top scored for DR with 17 points after star Carl Anthony Towns found himself early in foul trouble. He was limited to just 8 points in 15 minutes after he picked up 3 fouls in the first 4 minutes. 24 year old Silvio D'Souza had 19 for Angola, but they struggled all over the field. They shot 34% from the floor, 9% from distance, and 15 of 28 free throws. That's only 53%. The Italians beat the Philippines 90-83, and with it will now reach the second round. Italy was led again by Utah's Simone Ficino's 18. His Jazz teammate Jordan Clarkson had a game-high 23 points along with 7 rebounds and 6 assists in defeat. With the loss, the Philippines become the first host nation to lose their first three games since Colombia in 1982. 
Montenegro was no match for Lithuania, 91-71 the final score. Montenegro also had a poor shooting night. They shot 33 from the floor, 16 from distance compared to Lithuania. They shot 58 and 47% respectively. Guard Rokan Jukabalaitis had 19 in the win, while Nikola Vucevic had 19 in defeat. Egypt ran over Mexico early, shooting 60% for the contest to win 100-72 in their first World Cup victory since 1994. Ahab Salah, also known as Ahab Amin, again with a really good performance. He had 22 points, 6 rebounds, 10 assists for him. He now averages 20 points a game for the tournament. France had a scare from Lebanon, eventually coming from behind in the final quarter to win 85-79. Gershon Yabuselli top scored with 18 points, 3 blocks and 3 steals for France, but was in foul trouble late as Rudy Gobert did not play. Evan Fournier and Nick Batum both did play, however. Fournier just outscoring Batum to leap from him and become France's all-time leading scorer in World Cups. Well, Akshay had a game-high 29 for Lebanon. Sorry, I butchered his name. Both teams do not advance in the tournament and will now play further ranking games. Canada beat Latvia 101-75 to remain undefeated behind 27 from SGA and 22 from RJ Barrett. Latvia outscored Canada 23-13 in the opening period, but then fell behind before halftime as Canada's offense started to stir. Regardless of the result in this game, both Canada and Latvia were moving on to the next stage. In some NBA news, the Milwaukee Bucks have signed guard Ty Ty Washington Jr. to a two-way deal. Ty Ty was waived by OKC earlier this month as they ran out of available roster spots. The 29th pick in last year's draft played 31 games in Houston last year as a rookie, averaging 14 minutes a game. The Dallas Mavericks have waived JaVale McGee, the 35-year-old who has Big Daddy Wookie listed as his nickname on basketball reference, signed a three-year $17 million contract last offseason and played in 42 games for the Mavs, averaging 4.4 points and 2.5 rebounds. The Mavs will stretch the remaining $11, that's $11 million, excuse me, over five years. Big Daddy Wookie, that is a new one for me. The Athletic is reporting that the NBA is preparing to take over production and distribution of its own television rights for half the league if the Bally Sports Network that owns the right to TV for 15 games goes into bankruptcy. Keep an eye on this story over the next few weeks and months. It could impact how you watch basketball. And barely in news, but worth a mention, the yearly Ben Simmons will be back articles are bouncing around again. On this day in NBA, August 30th, 2017, Kyrie Irving was traded from the Cleveland Cavaliers to the Boston Celtics. Kyrie was traded for Jay Crowder, Isaiah Thomas, Arte Zizic, and a 2018 first rounder that became Colin Sexton. Later on, there was a 2020 second rounder that ended up being included in the deal. That was Skylar Mays, after the extent of Isaiah Thomas's groin injury became apparent. Remember, he played through injury late in the season, when he averaged nearly 29 points a game for the Celtics that year, while only being paid 6.5 mil. And on Sunday, August 30th, 2020, this Denver Nugget scored 50 points in a 119-107 win over the Utah Jazz in Game 6 of the Western Conference first round in the bubble. Who was it? Jamal Murray, the Canadian, shot 9 of 12 from deep in the classic duel with Donovan Mitchell, who finished with 44 points. That's it for a big episode of B-Ball Bites. Consider leaving the show a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow your passion, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for another NBA slash FIBA recap.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.